0: Hello and welcome to the Baggies Podcast, of course giving you the latest news, views and opinions on all things Albion. Well, I've just come up from the front room from watching West Bromwich Albion 0 and Burnley 0. Although it's a 0-0 game, there's still plenty to discuss out of that game, there's still plenty of positive and some negatives to take out of that as well. And we're going to be dissecting all of those here on this episode, episode 14 of the Baggies Podcast If you're new around here, make sure to go and drop a follow or a like or whatever platform you're watching. Just show your appreciation for the podcast. And also, make sure to go and follow us on Twitter, which is at TheBaggiesPod. If you've got that sort of time on your hands, that would be fantastic. And if you want to get involved in the podcast, make sure to drop us a line on Twitter. And you guys can get involved and come on the podcast. Uh, We're going to be talking all things about the Burnley game. And also, our final game... uh, our final transfer window business because obviously since we last spoke we have bought in uh, a big name since we last spoke so we're going to get straight into this episode episode 14 of the baggies podcast let's go so i guess we'll start before the burning game i guess we'll start with the transfer deadline day uh, and in fact just before transfer deadline day which was in fact uh, the, it was the Wednesday. Was it the Wednesday or the or the Thursday that Grant was announced? But we signed Carlan Grant of of uh, from Huddersfield Town on a permanent deal, which was fantastic. Uh, which was to the value of fifteen million pounds over the next six years. So six years is the contract that Carlan Grant has been bought with, and uh, he came in uh, uh, on the. It is. 18, 17, 16, Thursday. He came in on the Thursday. And that was a phenomenal signing, exactly what we needed. We paid £2.5 million up front to Huddersfield. And we've managed to secure a fantastic signing, hopefully. Uh, scoring 19 championship goals last season, off the top of my head. Uh, nearly grabbed one today as well, if it wasn't for being a toe-off side. Would have managed to get his first ever Albion goal. Uh, there so it's a decent game uh, sorry a decent transfer window in the end from the Albion. And if somebody told you we're going to have Dean Garner Pereira Kravinovic and Callum Grant and uh, Callum Robinson next season you'd have probably bitten their arm off so there's no need for complaining really i mean we've been needing a striker we finally got the one the first choice that that i think we wanted and Callum Grant is a baggy and Takes the number 29 shirt at West Bromwich Albion for this season. Probably going to turn into the number 9 if he works hard and if Kenneth Zahor leaves leaves on a a permanent deal. Obviously, he's gone on loan... um on loan to uh, Millwall for the season. That was the only outgoing on deadline day as well, as far as I'm aware. Kamal Grosicki was this close to leaving the club, but I, I'm not sure if that's still happening, not sure if it's still not in the matchday squad today. So, obviously, we can't be 100% sure whether that's the case. And obviously, we'll see um, whether anything develops with Grisicki. But we'll talk through more about transfers in a bit, but I feel like we've got the squad that we really needed. Um in terms of, it, uh, in, uh, we've barely improved on last season, but with budget constraints, we've done as well as I, well as we could have. We have to thank Luke Dowling. Uh, oh, I can't remember what role he plays at the club, but he's done a fantastic job. I think for you know negotiating prices, getting prices down, uh, getting structured deals, which have helped us ultimately financially. Uh, and thank you to Slaven for not walking out because our owners. Should have invested money quite a long time ago, and I still don't think they have. We've managed to find 2.5 million down the back of the sofa, where the rest is coming from. I have no idea, but at the moment, we look to have uh, got the squad that we wanted as, as, as with the with the budget that we had. It's probably not enough to be a competitive budget, but it's enough as in we we had quite low expectations, so it's it's a good transfer window. I'd probably give it a six or seven out of ten, um, but I guess we'll. See how we get on, I suppose, but let's go and talk about that match which I've just watched against Burnley. So, firstly, I'll talk about the lineup changes because that was the big thing that got a lot of West Brom fans talking on Twitter. And one that, um, you know, one that was a surprising lineup to be fair. A few players dropped that we didn't expect to be dropped, even though they probably should have been. But let's talk through it. So, in goal, we played Sam Johnston, right back, Darnell Furlong, Ivanovic and Higazi paired up in centre back, Townsend. Uh, left back, Livermore, Gallagher, Kravinovic in the midfield with Pereira, Diengana, and Kalan Grant in a front three. So I uh, think uh, Gallagher came in, uh, so did Ivanovic, so did Higazi, so did Kravinovic, and so did Kalan Grant. So that's uh, six changes, I think, if I'm right in thinking. Um, and f- six changes came in, and it was a surprise to see Sawyers on the bench, not because he. It, uh, it's fair that he deserved to be dropped. But I didn't expect him to be. A giant Bartley also dropped. Uh, Stinko Shea as well was dropped there, and obviously Robinson up front as well. So there were significant changes in the West Brom lineup. Burnley, uh, you know, it was a nil-nil draw. They really made the game a bit dull. I thought we weren't at our best, but when we did get the ball, I feel like we did try and get forward. I don't think we did played the game very smartly at all. But Burnley did sort of suck the life out of the game a bit. Um, I certainly couldn't watch them for. Um, I certainly couldn't watch uh, watch them for for a season. I'd certainly rather lose more games and watch us than watch a team like that. Uh, just defend it. It really does bring bring absolute co- um, comparisons between Pulis and 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 uh, the Pulis era and that Burnley team. But then again, a decent, a decent uh, attempt at things from Albion. I thought that we did, um, we did well uh, in midfield. Looked pretty decent. Uh, at the back, we looked really assured. And a real special mention has to go out to Branislav Ivanovic. I feel like I've underestimated him quite a lot. I, I didn't expect very much from him at all. And I feel like I should have. Um, you know i should have probably had higher expectations but he was colossus in that's probably the best word to describe him in that west brom back line today H- Higazi, I was glad to see him back i was a little unsure about ivanovic but with Jai playing 90 minutes for nigeria in midweek, it's probably best that he had the had a had a game off i don't know whether that's tactical or whether it is just cuz he's tired after that but I- ivanovic was fantastic in the in the in the back line today really organized he's obviously very vocal with the defense which is really good uh, really good to um organize the defense is uh, marshaling and, and you know calling out orders and that was really good to see and a really good thing to see and he obviously knew what he was doing because he managed to um manage to show his experience I'd say and not his lack of pace because obviously he is going to be slow but the good thing is it, he wasn't exposed to it We'd, when you got strikers that are real uh, yeah, I'd say bruises uh, is probably the word for it Wood and Barnes They're going to look to sort of rub up against your centre-backs well, I'm not sure it really was the game For Semi Ajayi because Semi is a uh, Strong when he needs to be but he's certainly Not like um, You know a man mountain He's a really good centre-back but he's he's got a lot Of pace but that probably wasn't the game for him If that was the case but Ivanovic And Higazi really matched up well Against Wood and Barnes Higazi looking decent Uh, Won a number of headers from open play, uh, you know, a few from set pieces as well. Um, Hegarzi, a couple of times he did let the ball bounce where I probably, you know, would advise he didn't let the ball bounce. Um, But a clean sheet for the Albion nonetheless, really, and a deserved one. Uh, Connor Townsend at left back as well. the The four backs were sixes, I'd say, really, if you had to rate them. They weren't great. Uh, Furlong a l- little bit um, disorganised at the back. I'd say Townsend did well sometimes when Wood and Barnes would peel back to the back post, but Furlong for me um, sort of got caught napping a few times, uh, where Wood or Barnes had got around the back of Higazi, and Furlong was sort of like nowhere to be seen. Yeah, I feel like that's that's what how I'm trying to describe it. Midfield three played pretty pretty well for me um Livmore was all right he was uh better better in that deeper role um he was uh pretty professional sideways sideways passing tidy play good tackling at times uh as well so sort of slowed um slowed the game down a few times which i, I didn't quite like I, didn't, I wasn't quite a fan of when that we need, really needed to get going um I feel like uh, Burnley are similar to a lot of Championship sides in a way of their physicality. So if Kravinovic has already played Championship football for a year, so he was well adapted to playing Burnley and did a really good job for me. I thought he was nice when he was um, playing uh, balls in and quite quite tough in the tackle for Philip Kravinovic. There were a few times where I saw him, you know, really stick his foot in where I wouldn't have perhaps seen him last season. Obviously, very hungry to play for the Albion and one that I would. Uh, A player that I like seeing because I know he's going to give 100% every game. And a big one for me, Gallagher in the centre of midfield. Uh, He was fantastic for me. Um, Obviously on loan from Chelsea. That's his first uh, league start for West Brom. Obviously playing in the Cup against Brentford was good then. Uh, It was the box-to-box midfield uh, role that's been lacking really. Someone with a lot of energy in that midfield to allow Jake to sit back uh, and, and 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 that person can get get box to box and get around players and use a lot of energy, and that will be a Conor kind of, kind of Gallagher's role for me. He was. Harrying Burnley players, he was getting round everybody. He was tackling, putting in putting in a real shift for the Albion in the midfield. Uh, Often, you know, exploiting the defensive line and breaking that midfield in between that midfield and defence. And I really liked it from Gallagher because he showed a lot of pace and energy. Uh, And I was really pleasantly surprised. Uh, Never gave up. Uh, never stopped, never stopped with his energy, and I was really pleased to see uh, what, what what he did out there today, some quality balls as well, some quality passes across the pitch and stuff, so for me, Gallagher uh, would definitely, uh, Ivanovic would be been one of the man of the match, but I'd certainly give a shout to him, uh, Pereira uh, playing on the, on the right-hand side, I think, um, From the set pieces was a bit of a problem because they kept going straight into Nick Pope's arms. He's a fantastic goalkeeper, Nick Pope, and I'd love to see him perhaps challenge Pickford for that number one shirt in England. But he, he he certainly life was made a lot easier for him by um, by uh, the the lad um, by by Pereira you know, crossing the ball in pretty inadequately, um, the ball just floating in straight under his nose and he was able to collect a few of those quite easily and I'd be a bit upset if I was Pereira because his set-piece delivery is normally a lot better and when we got two big centre-backs like Ivanovic and Higazi who are good at heading the ball, I'd like to see a bit more delivery from Pereira. Otherwise, Touches on the ball with class from Pereira, perhaps not with the end product that you'd really like to see from him, but certainly enough to prove that he's you know Premier League quality and doing a really good job for the Albion. I thought he played uh, you know pretty decently. He was really well um, you know well played. He he did the did the right things uh, on the ball and indeed off the ball. So for me, Pereira did nothing to. Um, did nothing to uh, to upset me in this game and did a decent job when on the ball so he, he played some really nice touches over to over to into the middle of the pitch when pressure looked pretty imminent on on Pereira he managed to twist and turn his way around and that was fantastic from him um there was Dean Garner who uh had a good, had an alright game i feel like um he didn't uh, r- get one-on-one with the fullback as much as I'd liked him to. He was shut down a few times by Eric, Eric Peters, who was playing uh, on the opposite side of the defence. Normally a left-back Eric Peters playing on right-back uh, for Burnley. And I don't think Pereira test- sorry, per- Diangana tested him as much as he should have. He should have really got at him and caused him a lot more problems. But still a decent game from Diangana. Uh, a few more uh, from him, Pereira, uh, and perhaps Kravinovic, I should have been a bit more driving forward um he was he, they should have been you know running towards the back line a bit more trying to take on defenders burnley really good in the air and we seem to play to their strengths quite a lot with the balls and uh, balls in in the air should have really tried to find more clever ways around them and then finally grant up front uh it was his first first start first uh, first appearance for the albion his debut if you like um he looked fantastic for me um he he ended up with the ball in the back of the net he was a toe offside. He managed to. Uh, it was a good cross from Dean Garner, and he managed to head home. And I was up celebrating, but uh, he was offside. And I. It was. It was. Um, you know, strange to see him start. I didn't expect him to really. But I think Billich just sort of said, we you know, it's now or never for him. You know, to 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 make a start, make an impact. We need him now, is what I think Billich was trying to say. He was tired in the second half. Obviously, not really been particularly match fit. Only been. um only being, um, you know, training with Huddersfield's youth team, you know, knowing that he's going to be on his way out of Huddersfield. But for me, played a really good game, uh, the bits that he did play, and showed some real flashes of good energy. He was far too lively, far too lively. I mean, he, you know, he was he's doing a really good job for West Brom, and hopefully he's going to provide some vital goals in the coming weeks, I'd hope. Brighton next week is going to be one that I'd look to target another Monday At half past five fixture, so hopefully it's going to be one that we're going to be able to deal with pretty well with Carlan Grant. Uh, A few players off the bench as well came in the shape of Matt Phillips, who had no impact apart from getting himself booked. Uh, We also bought on uh, Romain Sawyers, who didn't really do much, lost the ball a couple of times, Uh, and also Callum Robinson, who had a few little runs and a few little spurts, but not enough to really influence the game. It would be unfair to criticise or praise unless they did something really good, but they didn't really make much of an impact when they came on. The biggest thing for me, the criticisms of the game, were just um, that... We need to win. Um, need to win games like that. We need to be a bit more clinical, putting teams really to the sword. When you know, let's be honest, they haven't done a fat lot in the game. Burnley. You know, they had a couple of chances where they had some free headers, but in reality, we did have some decent chances, and we'll regret not picking up three points against Burnley because it's those sorts of games that you really start. You know, if you get relegated at the end of the season, you look back and you go, "Could we have nicked an extra two points there?" But. um there's more. There's an improvement from Southampton, which is good, and I like that a lot. Uh, that the fact that we've um, managed to improve and the fact that we can build on that and go to Brighton and see if we can get a result and um, uh, and another. You know, there's a one against Fulham, which is a must-win. If we don't win at Fulham, I, I can't see a stain up at all. I mean, you know, you do worry now that we haven't managed to pick up that three points, but let's not to be too hard on ourselves because we have made an improvement, and you know something that needs to be done is to improve and keep going hopefully uh, we will do that but um you know we do worry that uh you know that we're gonna not be able to pick up points you know the games like that are the ones that we're gonna really struggle with and hopefully we'll get back into the 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 you know the um the start of the you know, there's getting points and getting points off on the board very soon. I think Brighton will be one that we can target. They play nice football. Maybe we can try and counter that and try and pick up a point, some points there. Uh, and then there's the game against Fulham, which is a must-win for me again. Uh, there won't be probably any more additions at all. There's free agents out and about, but the transfer window has closed, so this will probably be what we're stuck with until January. And I like that. I don't mind that at all. You know, why wouldn't why wouldn't you be at all? Why would you be, um, you know, happy with that when you had apparently 20 million to play with and you've ended up with probably uh, 40 million worth of signings that you've got in your inventory now? Uh, I'm really pleased with the way we played things today. And, uh, you know, going forward needs to be a bit more cussing edge for me. But apart from that, the intentions were better. The defence was a lot better. Goalkeeper Sam Johnson. I just realised I haven't talked very much about him. Uh, a bit more assured. Did drop a couple of clangers in the box, but for me, some really good shot stopping. Saved a good Ashley Barnes header, uh, and and made a good fist of fist of everything that was thrown at him. C- a couple of good high claims, which uh, much improved from what I've been seeing from him. Uh, and in the end, Sam Johnson looked reasonably assured of in the in the in the goalkeeping position today along with uh, a lot of the defence, Ivanovic and Higazi making a big difference for the Albion and hopefully we'll see a much improved side uh, when we go out and play Brighton next week. It is now time for our fan reaction section of the podcast where we'll be welcoming our Twitter user at C Hawthorns onto the podcast and he's going to share his thoughts on the match against Burnley and what he made of it. Take it away, mate.
1: So, Louis asked me to give some uh, thoughts on the game on Monday afternoon in terms of uh, the Burnley game against the Baggies. Uh, I thought the lineup was a lot better. Um, I like Gallagher in the middle, it was a big upgrade on Sawyers. Grant looks good, really positive. Quite pleased with the changes uh, the billet was, was making. I think they were desperately needed. Um, we've got more legs in midfield. We still look a little bit shaky at the back. Ivanovic, uh, absolutely solid. Um, I don't think we feel like we belong in this league yet. We look a bit tentative. Um, Teams like Burnley we're gonna have to take points against if we've got any ambitions of staying up. Um, Overall, not a great game. It's definitely two points dropped for me personally. Um, We're definitely gonna need points somewhere along the line. I don't know where they're gonna come from at the moment. Um, Positives, Grant looks really sharp. Ivanovic excellent, Gallagher really good, um, I do think these two points are going to come back to haunt us later on uh, down the line during the, uh, the, the running, um, we could potentially, it looks like we might get cut adrift uh, as we're going towards Christmas, we've got to pick up some points somewhere, um, but I suppose we didn't lose so we're going to have to take the positives from that, hopefully onto the next game, I do like the new additions though, they look good and I think they'll be uh, important in the coming games.
0: So that brings us to the end of the podcast. Thank you very much to at C. Hawthorns on Twitter for getting involved in this podcast. You can go and follow him. His Twitter link will be in the description of the podcast. Thank you very much for listening, and um, we'll see you next week when we'll be talking about the Brighton game, which is again on Monday night. So the podcast hopefully will be out. Um, just after that so thank you very much for listening to the podcast and we'll make sure we'll catch you then make sure to go and follow at seahawthons uh, on twitter and make sure to go and follow our twitter as well at the baggies pod and make sure you're interacting with all of the episodes in the future thank you very much for listening and we'll see you in eight see you later have a great week baggies fans goodbye